You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, thanks for joining me for this episode. I know it's been a while. Uh, if you haven't heard or maybe you're already living in a bunker and part of some cult or something and, and listening that way. Uh, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. So there hasn't been a lot going on besides uh, people getting sick and dying and that kind of stuff. That Just bad things. Um, but, you know, sports has been canceled essentially uh nba cut their season short they say that they're going to come back but probably not uh nfl draft had to be done virtually uh, baseball is postponed and they're talking about doing some sort of realignment with three divisions uh based on um their regions so it'd be west coast central and probably east coast uh, but there's talk about that going to 16 games, or not 16 games, 60 games. The NFL is, uh, so far, like nothing has been canceled for the NFL, but they're planning a 12-week schedule and then maybe like a 14-week schedule as well. Uh, they'd be getting rid of bye weeks. And um, yeah, so that's the state of the sports right now. Everything was pretty much canceled. There's a stay-at-home orders across the country and across the world um, some places are kind of easing some restrictions uh, but you know we'll guess we'll see how that plays out you know most places are required to wear a mask outside so the way of life as we have known it is you know officially over um, effective immediately and yeah so this is I guess this is the new normal for now I've uh, been kind of holed up in my my home for a couple months. Um, I'm still thankfully employed, uh, but man, I, I got to work from home, and you know sometimes I like it, sometimes I just can't stand it, and I need to get out. Uh, it's just you know looking at a computer screen all day. It's just exhausting. But then part of me, uh, you know, I feel like I've been really good at the social distancing thing. Uh, most of my life, you know, I get invited somewhere, someone I know, like, hey, you want to come over this weekend? I just say, you know what? Nope. Sorry. Got family coming in. Family wants to, me to go somewhere or hang out. Oh, sorry. I got my friends invited me somewhere. Uh, so I've been really good at that. Uh, but now that we're required to do that, now I want to do the opposite. Now I want to hang out with everybody. Uh, but we did have some sports stuff happen recently. Uh, Tom Brady. Uh, you know, he, I thought he was going to go to the page back to the Patriots, as I said on a past episode, uh, he decided not to go back to the Patriots. I don't think they were going to resign him. He ended up signing with the Buccaneers uh, and Jameis Winston is now back up for Drew Brees with the Saints. And then Tom Brady also convinced, uh, Gronk to come out of retirement and sign with, with the Buccaneers. So that's. That's really good for the Buccaneers, obviously. You can replace Jameis Winston, who did he have 30 interceptions? He went 30 for 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions last year. And, I mean, they, I think the Bucs were 7-9 last year. But, you know, they were they were competitive, and, you know, they had a explosive offense. But, you know, those turnovers definitely costed them some games and, you know, made them 7-9. So maybe with Tom Brady, you – don't have as many turnovers, obviously, and you got some weapons there. Then you bring Gronk back, and um, you know I th- I think they could be a, a ten and six team next year. 
I think the Saints are still uh, gonna, you know, be first place in that division. They, you know, I think Drew Brees was mulling retirement over. He had some offers, I think, from NBC, uh, but then he decided to come back on a one-year deal. Um, so I, I think I think they'll be top of the division again. Uh, but Tampa Bay will be interesting, that's for sure. Uh, some other NFL news: Trent Williams, uh, the offensive tackle for. Washington Redskins, he had a holdout, and then there was a bunch of issues with him and Jay Gruden and uh, the training staff, I believe. They they said he was healthy, but he was still injured. Some drama there, so he wanted to get traded. He finally got traded to San Francisco. John Lynch is doing a great job there. I believe it was a third and a fifth round pick. And then they made some other moves as well. So uh, that helps to that offensive line who just lost Joe Staley to retirement. Um, so that's be interesting. Um, and then we had the NFL draft. Uh, like I said, it was a telecast. Uh, Roger Goodell did it from his basement. And, you know, not nothing major happened. Uh, Joe Burrow went number one to Cincinnati, which was an obvious choice. Uh, you know, he played for LSU. He's from Ohio, had historically one like statistically i should say uh one of the best seasons for a quarterback in college football history uh, so it was a smart pick uh chase young went number two to washington which is i thought another no-brainer but there was some talk about them possibly getting uh tua uh but they didn't go that way and then you know number three uh the lions got jeff okuda from ohio state and then uh, the Giants at four got Andrew Thomas uh, from Georgia. Uh, but let's talk about some interesting picks. Uh, number six was, I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, the Chargers got Justin Herbert from Oregon. I thought it was a great pick. A good place for him to to go. You know, they're, they're a really good team. You know, they were in the playoffs last few years and then kind of fell off um, after Phillip Rivers just started, you know, turning the ball over more. And, you know, well, now he's with the Colts. Uh, but this is a, a Chargers team. They have a really good defense. They're like borderline great defense. Uh, they have some weapons offensively. Uh, they did lose Melvin Gordon to Denver, but you know he. I don't, I don't think he was really the main guy in uh, L.A. anyway. Austin Eckler's still there. You got Mike Williams. You got uh, Hunter Henry if he can stay healthy. So I think that's a good, good spot for Justin Herbert to be. Uh, but I think uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to, or Tyrod, whatever you want to say, uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to start there this season, I think. Um, and then we'll see how that plays out. Uh, the Dolphins got Tua, uh, which was a great pick. They got him at five, uh, which, you know, the year before he would have went number one, but, you know, he had some injury concerns. Um, so I think that's a good fit for him. You know, the Dolphins still have Josh Rosen and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick probably starts, and they probably bring in Tua slowly uh, just because of the injuries and stuff. Want to make sure he's fully healthy. Josh Rosen, I don't know what's happening with his career. He starts off in Arizona. Then they get rid of him and bring in Kyler Murray. Then he goes to Miami. Then he loses a starting job to Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then they bring in Tua. So he's he's just going to keep bouncing around, probably be a career backup. Um, I don't think he's really had a, a, you know, a decent shot or – um, opportunity to really thrive in any offense yet. So uh, the Raiders, uh, they were at number twelve. They got Henry Ruggs. 
wide receiver out of Alabama. That was a great pick. Um, there's a lot of good wide receivers in this draft. I mean, C.D. Lamb fell to 17 to Dallas, which I thought was a great pick for Dallas. So now they got all kinds of weapons offensively, and um, we'll see how Mike McCarthy calls those plays for that offense. And, you know, they got Dak for – I think they, get, they franchise tagged him, so, you know, he's probably going to end up getting like $38 million a year or something for that new contract. Um, and, you know, an interesting pick I thought was – uh, Green Bay getting Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah State. And apparently Aaron Rodgers is pretty pissed about it, which, you know, makes sense. But, you know, he was on the other side of that when uh, they drafted him and they still had Brett Favre. So, you know, they kind of did the same thing. So, you know, you got to understand it's part of the business. They've been trying to draft quarterbacks. Like, who do they have? Deshaun Kaiser, and then he ended up in Cleveland. Or I think Cleveland had him, and then he ended up in Green Bay, something like that. And then... Who was the other guy from UCLA? Uh, I forgot his name. Anyway, so they had they've had different backup quarterbacks, but you know they traded into the first round to get Jordan Love. So I don't know if they obviously value him and probably look at him as a you know a project sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a few years and then you know then he's the future of the franchise. But you know if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be pissed too because you know just last year. They were they went to the conference championship game and you know where they lost to San Francisco, but they were a game away from the Super Bowl, and you know they had glaring issues on offense. I thought they should have gone wide receiver in the first round. You know this is a, it was a deep wide receiver class and they passed on almost every wide receiver. It was just ridiculous. Um, and then another good pick I thought was oh well that was an interesting one. I didn't think it was a good pick. I don't think they should have drafted him in the first round. Uh, the Eagles, they drafted Jalen Hurts, which I thought was questionable. They drafted him in the second round. Them like the Packers, they also needed, they also needed a receiver. They waited till the fifth round to get a receiver. Uh, you know, especially since Carson Wentz just signed this contract, he's like the first or second year into his big contract. He's twenty-seven years old. He's face of the franchise. He got rid of Nick Foles because you're like, hey, we want to. We want uh, Carson Wentz to, you know, believe that this is his team. And then you bring in a guy like Jalen Hurts, you know. Um, so I thought it was definitely questionable, but it's interesting. I love Jalen Hurts. You know, he has a, a good personality, and I, I think he's a good quarterback. You know, he at Alabama, he seemed like he wasn't really, you know, a passing quarterback or anything. But then um, at Oklahoma, he played really well. You know, uh, that offense was moving. And they were efficient, high-scoring offense there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think they'll they'll probably get some some packages and plays for Jalen Hurts to bring him in. You know when they want to give uh, Carson Wentz a rest, and you know because Carson Wentz has been in and out of the lineup. He played a lot last year. I think he finished all sixteen games, but in the playoffs he got injured. So I think they're trying to you know reduce the risk of injury with Carson Wentz because he still tries to take those big hits. Uh, but we'll see how that one plays out as well. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a good draft overall, considering the circumstances. Uh, you know, there was some delays and stuff, but you know, I thought it worked well, and it was the most watched draft in history because you know there's nothing else to watch. You know, you would think that you know since everyone's at home and watching stuff that there'd be more things to watch, but no, not that much. Uh, they coming out. ESPN came out with the the Last Dance documentary covering the last championship run by the Chicago Bulls. 
uh, people are calling it the Jordan documentary, but I think it's it's they're going talking about each player and coach and stuff uh, for each episode. Uh, I think they're on episode five and six now. So we've watched the first four episodes talking about Jordan, Scottie Pimpin, Jerry Krause, uh, Bill Jackson, and and Dennis Rodman. And so it's been it's been really interesting. Uh, they talked about the hatred for the Pistons and stuff, and and Isaiah Thomas. So it's been really good. Um, so, yeah, there hasn't been a whole lot to watch, but it's a 10-part series, and uh, each Sunday night they show uh, two episodes back-to-back, and they have the full uh, you know, ep- episode where they're cussing and stuff. They have that on ESPN, and then ESPN2 has like the blurred-out version, uh, but it's been, it's been pretty good. It's like the only thing really sports-related that we had to watch. Uh, so then, let's see watching a lot of TV obviously uh, there was some some good shows that came out the newest season of Ozark on Netflix came out uh, the newest season of Westworld is out right now I think the season finale is on Sunday and they just got renewed for a fourth season uh, Better Call Saul just wrapped that latest I think it was season five just finished that uh, a couple weeks ago um, so we'll get into that as well. Uh, but, you know, I've been trying to watch different stuff, too. You know, I haven't watched Tiger King yet. Uh, I watched, uh, I rented Knives Out uh, with Daniel Craig and, um, who else is in that one? Is Allison Janney in that one? Yeah, it's kind of like a whodunit movie. Like, there's, you know, a relative, Christopher Plummer dies, and then, you know, He's this rich guy, and then they're trying to figure out who killed who, and they think it's a setup because he has money and stuff. It got like a 95% or something on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was okay. It wasn't like, it wasn't amazing, but, you know, it was all right. If you have nothing else to watch, then, you know, it's a good one. Um, I saw Killing of a Sacred Deer. Very strange movie. It's on Netflix. Uh, has Nicole Kidman, who I love. And then Colin Farrell. He's always in some weird stuff. Um, and then, yeah, and it's about, you know, he's a surgeon, he's a doctor, and then she's an ophthalmologist, I believe. And they have two kids. They have a, a son and a daughter. And then he, there's like this kid, I guess, he, uh, his father was like one of his patients and he ended up dying or something. So he feels bad for him and he, he just kind of hangs out with him and, you know, he'll take him to lunch randomly and this kid will like visit him you know at, at work and stuff and he knows he has a family and stuff but he just wants to be part of his life i guess but then it takes a dark turn and it just gets really weird even the dialogue is just it's strange uh but you know i i, I would recommend that you watch it you know i it's one of those movies that i probably wouldn't watch again right away maybe after a few years if i forget that i ever watched it then maybe i'd watch it again but uh yeah it was very weird movie. So back to Westworld, the uh, latest season. If you haven't watched, you know any of it, uh, that would stop listening because I'm going to talk about the newest season. And yeah, so last chance. Okay, so you know there's a one more episode left in this season, and now, you know as we know, the hosts were in Westworld. They all escaped. They're all led by Dolores. But you know she's got her she's got her own thing she's trying to do right, and then they let Maeve out, and Maeve, 
she just she has just been wanting to reunite with her daughter who's not actually her daughter but then she knows that which is kind of confusing because it's like doesn't she know that that's not real that that's just you know this fake story that they made up in her head but she's supposed to be this um this super genius host you know and be able to control people but then she's still holding on to this fake story that you know that she had to follow you know following her daughter and stuff so you know there there's some things in the show that bothered me about that but overall it's been pretty good so that now in these latest episodes they've been facing off uh dolores and mave they're trying to get mave to destroy dolores who's trying to destroy the world so it's very conflicting on who you're supposed to root for really because everyone seems like they're bad you know except except mave she's just she seems like she's trying to be um she just wants to reunite with her daughter and just like live her life and then dolores is trying to conquer the world and then there's this whole other crew that um that's trying to destroy all the hosts and then uh, aaron paul is in this season and i guess he gets recruited by dolores to help her destroy everything and he's just all in but he has some issues too you know he's he was in uh the military and he he was like in iraq i guess it it it's implied um but you know he has all these flashbacks and stuff about his friend dying and then uh now in this this latest episode it finally we get more details and like background on that now um so it's it's been pretty juicy but then now like everyone is just a robot now like everyone it's just like oh shocker hey you know i've been dead since you know season two and now i've been a host this whole time uh, Ed Harris is still alive. He's still trucking. Um, I kind of feel bad for him. I'm kind of pulling for him now. He was just, uh, he was like in an institution and, you know, he was having to live all these past experiences that he had. Uh, but we'll see in this last episode because uh, this most recent one I watched, Dolores and Maeve fought. And then Dolores like loses an arm. If you, if you, if you saw this, if you haven't, then you, you should stop listening. Uh, but yeah, she loses an arm, and then out of nowhere, like, she's about to die. But then she just, like, shuts everyone off, so all the hosts just, like, pass out. But then she comes back, and then Maeve is there again, and Maeve has died, like, so many times. They bring her back, so that kind of kills the suspense, too, because, like, okay, well, this person died, but are they going to bring her back or bring them back in this next episode? But it's it's been good. It, I, it's kind of confusing this season because a whole lot's going on, and then, like, everyone seems to be... A host but then you know there's there's like different sides there's like three stories that we're following and then it's all going to kind of connect in the middle because uh, bernard is still hanging around him and um not thor but thor's brother one of the hemsworth guys he's still in there too but they're like both hosts out of nowhere it was like okay so i thought bernard was a host and then he wasn't a host and he was a host again but now i think he is a host and uh yeah the hemsworth guy he's definitely a host and then now they're working with ed harris so now they got their little crew and then they're gonna go back and they're trying to kill dolores so a lot to a lot to unpack um but yeah like i said it brought it back for season four i don't know where they're gonna go season four because it seems like this this season could be like a good a good end to that uh you know kind of close out the story because now they're like out in the world and they're trying to they're trying to do some stuff like Dolores trying to take over the world basically and kill some people uh, who are trying to kill the hosts. Um, but I don't know we'll see where that goes from there. Um, and then Better Call Saul that 
the season finale uh, was just this past week. Uh, if you haven't been watching that, uh, it's been really good. Uh, so now we have Jimmy McGill finally becoming full Saul Goodman. And uh, him and Kim, you know, they're still together, which I, I think Kim should have left Saul a long time ago because he just, like, brings her into some shit. He just, like, fucking lies all the time. You know, I, there's, like, no character I root for in in Better Call Saul except for Nacho. I like Nacho. He's, like, the he's the best character. He just he just wants out, man. He just wants, just wants out of this life. He just wants to uh, make sure that his dad... Isn't gonna get killed by Gus, uh, but yeah, this this one's been intense. This last episode showed uh, he Lalo took him, who's a Salamanca. He brought him to Mexico, and he wanted to meet uh, the top dog there. And he's like, okay, Nacho, you know, if you if he likes you, then you know, you know, you're gonna be a Salamanca. You're gonna be working the territory up north, and then, but Nacho's working both sides. Right, so then you know he heard a knock on the door. He got a call. He's saying, "Hey, at, at three in the morning, we're gonna come bust in, and we're gonna we're gonna light everybody up." And they're like, "Just let 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 us in through the back door for the ranch, and then you just gotta run away." So you know he's up. He's he's kind of running around, and he he lets them in. And these people are lighting everybody up. And Lalo pretends like he's gonna escape, and then he he kills everybody, and he's alive. And then he's looking for Nacho. And he knows that Nacho fucking, like, snitched on him or, you know, he got involved or somehow, right? Because he's the only one who knew that he lived there. So he was involved somehow. So then it shows it shows him looking for him, and then it ends that way. So probably not going to be a good ending for Nacho, but we'll see. And, you know, as far as Kim goes, we know she's not in Breaking Bad. And then now her and Saul are married. And then now she knows about you know Saul working with the cartel and being a friend of the cartel. So she knows a lot of the, a lot of the you know details about that. So either and then she she went at Lalo when he was at the apartment and and talking to her and and Saul. So either she dies, or Saul burns her so bad that she gets disbarred. She can't be a lawyer anymore. Something like that has to happen, or she gets killed, and then, and then that's when Saul starts, you know, working more with Gus and and uh, Mike to, you know, get back at the Salamancas. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But man, Kim is a she's a ride or die. She has Saul's back all the time, and she knows she knows he's fucking lying about all this shit. She sees right through his bullshit, and she still like she still backs him up, and then even defends him to other people. And then she still goes and you know has all these ideas like oh we should uh, we should mess with Howard and get him disbarred or get him fired just mess with them more like she just like she falls into that trap and it's obvious that Saul is just terrible for her and you know he he gets her into all these bad habits and decisions you know uh, so he he doesn't make things easier for her. This will be a. A shorter episode because you know we don't have a whole lot to talk about you know there's not nothing going on really in sports uh we just had the draft nba is talking about how they're going to come back mlb is also discussing how they're going to come back nfl is trying to make some adjustments as well uh, so i've just been catching up on some tv shows 
Uh, but yeah, so I'm all caught up with those. Um, some good documentaries. Keep watching the the Last Dance, the Chicago Bulls documentary. It's been really good. Um, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. I'll try to be back, you know, soon if uh, we get some some big news or if I you know watch some other stuff that we could talk about. Uh, but you know, stay safe out there wherever you're listening, and. Stay the fuck home. Don't touch anything. Don't look at anybody. Don't breathe. Just, you know, if you do have to go out, just stay away from people. You know, I, I go to the grocery store, and, like, you know, we're still supposed to practice social distancing. People are bumping into me. They're, like, they're coughing all over the place, and they're, they're just in my little bubble. Like, just back up. I know they say six feet, but keep keep 20 feet away from me. Like, I don't, I don't even want to look at you. So now I, I, we have every excuse in the world to ignore people, not say hello, not wave. You don't have to. You don't even have to be nice to people right now. Just stay away. That's it. And then, if you're protesting about, you know, I know everyone wants to go to back to work and stuff, but if we, everyone goes back to work, you know, too early, and then people start getting sick again, and or more people start dying and stuff, then we're gonna have to be inside way longer. So if we just kind of wait this out. I know it's hard to say, you know, people are losing their jobs and stuff and unemployment's at the highest it's been, but, you know, just stay inside, stop protesting, you know, this will all be over soon. If you are protesting, just keep your distance and wear a damn mask. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. I'll be back when I'll be back. Take care. Thank you.